the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show. Sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Portions of today's program may be pre-recorded. Who votes for these geniuses? As we've been saying here, uh, according to the polls, there are actually living human beings in Pennsylvania who admit that they will be voting for John Fetterman for U.S. Senate. And if we had the time, we might give every one of those people a nice award. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. But around here, we like to keep it to one person. And this week, it's a congressman named Hank Johnson from Georgia, who earlier this week said this about January 6th. I seek to set the record straight. Um, January 6th, 2021, will never be forgotten. An infamous day in American history. MAGA Republicans descended upon the Capitol, engaged in an insurrection. Uh, They occupied the Capitol. Five people were killed. Hundreds injured including hundreds of Capitol Hill police officers, attacked and bludgeoned. Um, uh, It was uh, a day that we'll never forget. And people on the local level uh, at affected school board meetings, they won't forget the MAGA uh, Republicans descending on their school board meetings uh, after January 6th, like January 6th, disrupting meetings, It was a coordinated uh, attack happening across the country. Americans won't forget about it. Uh, School board uh, members, teachers, administrators subjected to violence, threats of violence, harassment, intimidation. Yeah, it's idiotic, of course, and uh, full of untruths. Um, The only person who was killed by uh, at the at the actual event as a result of the event was Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by a Capitol cop. Anyway, uh, and comparing upset parents at school board meetings to terrorists has become a talking point for Democrats, but how about the idiots who keep voting for Hank Johnson down there in Georgia after he said this in 2010 when he was questioning Admiral Robert Millard, who was head of the Pacific Fleet, about plans to put 8,000 more Marines on the island of Guam. I don't know how many square miles that that is. Do you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and uh, and capsize. Uh, We don't anticipate that. No, no human being with a brain would anticipate that. But this guy's in Congress, and he's still there. Uh, We weren't doing this show back in 2010, so he missed out on it back then. But Hank Johnson hung around long enough in Congress to become the AM 1250 answer jerk of the week. And when we come back, speaking of jerks and terrorists... We have a reporter who's been told by people in the FBI that the Biden administration has been pressuring them to manufacture stories about white supremacist threats. Stick around. It's one thing to say you are wired differently, but another to prove it. Hi, I'm Todd Saylor, author of Wired Differently. I'm an ordinary person who achieved extraordinary results by embracing the idea that I was wired differently. As a motivational speaker, entrepreneur, athlete, world record holder, and philanthropist, I found that being wired differently was an asset. Wired Differently empowers you to think differently. Dig into your unique talents and discover new ways of solving problems. 
With more than 35 years in the corporate world, I've helped countless teams, leaders, and organizations solve complex business problems in numerous industries by thinking differently. At Wired Differently, we're a creative company that offers innovative resources to help people become more empowered and take charge in their own direction. See the world differently at ToddSailor.com. That's Todd, S-A-Y-L-O-R.com. The coming midterm election may be the most important in our country's history. The battle lines are drawn. America's soul is on the line, and now is your chance to help freedom win. This is John Steigerwald. Join us Thursday, October 20th, when AM 1250 The Answer presents the Battleground Talkers Tour 2022, the midterm showdown, live at the Double Tree by Hilton and Green Tree. Here, Salem media hosts Mike Gallagher, Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, and Brandon Tatum dissect the upcoming election, learn what's at stake, and take part in a vigorous discussion about the issues that are so crucial to you, your family, and community. We'll discuss the economy, inflation, the border crisis, our civil rights that are under attack, higher taxes, and the real effects the Biden administration is having on this country. It'll be a night you won't forget that could make all the difference in this coming election. 7.30 p.m. Thursday, October 20th, following a VIP dinner at 6. General admission, just $20. Get details and tickets now at theanswerpgh.com. Presented by Wire Differently. Sponsored in part by Abernethy and Hegerman Law. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside, free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back is not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, if you listen to Democrats, white supremacy is everywhere, and the term's been overused almost as much as the word racist, and it's become almost as meaningless as that word, but... Uh, Joe Biden insists that white supremacists are the biggest threat to the country that he's been trying to ruin for the last uh, year and a half, and he wants more proof. Carrie Pickett is a senior congressional reporter at The Washington Times. She's here with a story about how important that proof is to the big guy. Carrie, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, I have to ask you, but just, that just occurred to me. <laughs> You're not related by any chance to Kenny Pickett, are you, who's a quarterback for the Steelers? Just throwing that out there. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Just thought I'd, I had to ask because your name's almost the same. Anyway, so so what have you been told by FBI agents about this? Well, look, what it, what it really comes down to here uh, is that the uh, what you have is, is the FBI is is essentially you you have a division. You have a division between the intel analysts and the upper echelon of the FBI, like the like the guys who run the field offices and the um and and then you have the uh, guys who also do the investigations like the uh, like the brick agents um and essentially the uh intel analysts will create these um these in- 
intelligence products, which will say, okay, we're going to define for you what exactly a domestic terrorist is or an extremist is. So they'll come around and they'll say, well, we, we think a domestic terrorist is perhaps someone who has lots of guns, who maybe homeschools their kids, who goes to uh, school board meetings and bitches and, and, and that complains a lot to the uh, school boards. And uh, it's, uh, they, they, they kind of have a profile of what a, a, the, a extremist or white supremacist is. And then they tell the um, FBI agents out in the field we think that you should be investigating and and uh, and, and kind of uh, probing this type of person or organization. They don't have to be committing any kind of crime, mind you. They just have to have that profile. And uh, that's why someone like Mike Glover, for example, he owns um, a company called American Contingency. Uh, it's a uh, it's like an emergency preparedness type of company. So uh, if there is a cyclone or a tornado or, you know, he- heavy floods that like hit your area, then he like teaches people how to respond to that and how to, uh, you know, p- prepare for something like that. And they ended up like investigating him they, simply because he, he was a Green Beret and, uh, and because he, he ended up having this type of emergency preparedness site. And so there, you know, they didn't like the fight, the, the fact that he was a big conservative and he, and he had this type of a company. And it's absolutely insane as far as the type of profiles that like they're looking for. So it's like he didn't commit any crime. Yeah, we know you're not committing a crime, but you have a type of, you know, a conservative Christian profile that like we don't like. And that's what's kind of happening these days simply because uh, there's no crimes being committed, but they don't like the, the type of ideology or type of political persuasion that you are and that what seems to be going on right now it's pretty scary actually um that <clears throat> it's i'm just trying to picture being an fbi agent maybe you know have been doing it for a long time and actually be a good solid agent who's been spending his or her time uh actually trying to investigate real crimes or um uh, catch real criminals and somebody is telling him that listen, we got a tip that this uh, guy down the street he's he homeschools his kids and he has a flag outside of his house. I don't know. He just might uh, maybe it's nothing, but you might want to look into it for me. I mean, is that what's going on? Well, it, the way they kind of do it is they say, you know, there's this guy down the street, um, and we looked up his profile, and he talks a lot of kind of. Uh, intense stuff online and look we've all seen people who uh, talk on their Facebook pages or on Twitter who say a lot of intense stuff uh, but they don't make any uh, threats of or, or, or things that they're actually capable of so what will end up happening is over at the FBI for example they'll say go check this person out and then go see if they will end up actually following through with any particular threat because they seem to fit that profile. Because if you go to that person's Facebook page, it looks like they have some crazy stuff on their Facebook page. And, you know, maybe they have like a Gadsden flag flying from their house and maybe they, maybe they own a lot of guns and they're saying some whacked out stuff there on like Twitter and their Facebook page. Go see if you can recreate that. And then maybe, uh, kind of get them to say that they're going to, you know, threaten some local, state, or or even federal official. That's the type of stuff that appears to be going on. Or maybe get them to say they're going to kidnap the governor for, of uh, Michigan. See if maybe... Perhaps. Can, yeah, maybe you can exactly. get somebody into that. Wow. Uh, so uh, are they saying they're being pressured to work harder to find examples? Or yes. are they being told to just make stuff up? Or both? Uh it's kind of a combination of both because what ha- because what's happening is that the reason why they have to um, you know find examples is a, a whole lot is because the uh, special agents in charge the SACs of these uh, field offices uh, they have to pump their numbers up as much as possible um, in order to get promotions to better field offices for their retirements it's all about pumping their there are uh, anti-terrorism numbers up. So, you know, in order to meet a, um, 
a, 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 a metric. So if they can show the guys in, over at the Washington headquarters, hey, check it out. You know, I, I got all these uh, open terrorism or, or all these open counterterrorism cases. Time for, you know, it's time for a promotion, isn't it? And, you know, I can go to a better office and then I can retire. And isn't this great? And that's what it's, that's what it's usually about as far as the, uh, the uh, upper echelon agents, are, are, agents are, are concerned, as far as the bosses um, are concerned. Very often, they'll just open up a case on like someone who doesn't deserve to have a case opened up on them simply to pump the numbers up. We're talking to Carrie Pickett. She has a story up at the Washington Times about the, the FBI um, a whistleblower saying that they're being pressured to come up with stories about uh, white supremacists and white, I guess, uh, um, nationalist terrorists. Um, and uh, I'm wondering, Kerry, the, the people, that, the, 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 the sources that you have, obviously I don't want you to do anything to reveal mm-hmm. who they are, but are these just uh, everyday FBI agents who are, are calling the Washington Times and saying, hey, I got something I want to tell you, or how is this stuff happening? Are they are they are they uh, actively and energetically going out and making sure that they get this story out? A lot of these individuals are talking to Congress right now, so uh, that is uh, that is how this is sort of uh, getting cycled through because they want the situation over at the FBI to somehow get changed because mind you uh the way that i sort of found out that a lot of uh the problems were happening over at the fbi was uh, back in 2018 when i was uh, covering um senator grassley's uh fbi whistleblower protection act he was uh he was sort of updating it at the time and i found out that uh anytime you had fbi whistleblowers back then uh, they wanted to uh, report malfeasance about what was happening uh, over there with the uh, brass. There was really no um, way for them to report it because the, the the FBI only has an internal system for FBI whistleblowers to report. So very often when they would try to report some sort of uh, bad thing that was happening in upper management, there was often retaliation against um lower level F- FBI agents, uh, such as, well, you know what, uh, we're going to accuse you of something else that's going to keep you in the courts for a long time, and you're going to have to pay out of out of your pocket for a lawyer, and we're going to litigate you into bankruptcy, so what are you going to do about it? And that was the real problem at the time, and still is a, a, a problem right now. And so that's how I got to kind of learn some of the big problems that are happening right now. Uh, even as uh, Senator Chuck Grassley is uh, trying to remedy right now on Capitol Hill. Well, this would seem to mean that the FBI's attention is being diverted from actual threats uh, in order to manufacture uh, false ones or at least chase meaningless ones. Yes, yes. In fact, that is a big problem because because they're being told to really focus in on something that appears to be highly political in nature, uh, it really distracts them from what we're seeing uh, with organized crime related to gangs, drugs, fentanyl, etc. And that is a big problem right now. It's kind of interesting, too, to me that, um, well, I'll ask you this question. the, the, the law enforcement over the years that, that I've when I've been since I've been paying attention would seem to be populated by people who are mostly conservative in their politics. Um, is there a is there rampant liberalism now at the FBI and almost uh, well is is that is, is it and, and these guys coming forward are they uh, are they guys who are have seen a change there and, and seen that liberals seem to have taken over at the top? Is, it, is something like that going on? Well, uh, yeah. Um, as I said before, um, what where you see a lot of the issues happening are with the intel analysts, if, and, and the intel analysts tend to be more 
of the uh, guys who are coming in from like the uh, you know liberal arts schools, oh, okay. and they are you know and they're the ones who are like providing research from like a lot of open source. Um, information so it's like okay well we got this information from cnn we got this information from msnbc we got this information from vox or or from the new york times etc and so you know this is how we are providing information to like back up our our our, our intelligence product and and the thing is is that the fbi has turned more into an intelligence gathering um agency more than a law enforcement agency than anything else and therein sort of lies the issue um also the fbi um is 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 a hiring more um more people who have uh you know or rather like rather less people who have law enforcement backgrounds like local cops or perhaps military um as opposed to you know, you know, people who have like who are coming from, like I said, liberal arts schools, and that's what's sort of populating it more often than ever before. Quantico is also sort of uh, dropping its like um, PT standards, from what I'm being told. It's it's just a different agency right now. Yeah, and I just uh, had someone on the other day talking about the military and how that's changing with political correctness and and the type of people who are in charge that just seems to have changed i don't know if it happened overnight or it was a gradual thing or what but it's very strange to me but uh and we're talking to carrie pickett of the washington times if the incidents of white supremacist violence have increased as the democrats claim why would the fbi need to be pressured to find more examples um well if you uh look at what is happening over at the white house it will end up, uh, it, it, you know, th- they'll need to sort of point to what they can show of what their law, what their premier federal law enforcement, uh, you know, agency has been doing. If if they can't back that up, then that's a problem. Well, um, you know? did did the agents you spoke to make any mention of the threat of left wing violence? Are they looking into that at all? You know, Antifa. That- and- um, well, that's. I'm. I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that has been sort of sidelined, and um, and th- and the thing here is that uh, that's kind of been more hands off than anything else. Did you get the impression from the whistleblowers you've been talking to that there is more whistleblowing going on at the FBI than ever before? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, probably um, a big reason. Uh, for this is that, uh, like, like I said before, you know, back in 2018, uh, when you had, um, yeah, when you had the FBI agents maybe thinking about coming forward, um, and even in the past, there were a lot of Republicans who would uh, would say, "Hey, you know, um, we're all about law and order here, and and we don't want to betray the FBI." that they would kind of brush it off, you know, and they'd sort of beat their chest. The Democrats, same thing, you know. They 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 just didn't want to mess with the FBI, especially since the FBI, like I said, has become more of an intel gathering agency and they're and they're very often scared of the FBI. Um, but what but what's happened now, especially after um, the after what happened to Donald Trump, uh, and and with January sixth, and then all of a sudden, uh, the uh, the uh, Republicans found themselves targets of the FBI. They're like, okay, now things have to change, and so they feel like they have um, more of their ears than it, than any, than any time in a a, a very long time. Um, and with the uh, strong possibility that that the Republicans will take the House. They feel like they're going to uh, have a, a very good chance to air grievances um, on on Capitol Hill from January going forward. I got about thirty seconds left, Carrie. Uh, morale. What do you hear from them about morale? I mean, if you got very a lot down. of it, very, very bad, very 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 bad. Uh, you've had hundreds of agents who have been purged from the FBI since at least March uh, of uh, last year. Uh, so that's something that has to be uh, contended with, especially with the vaccine mandates. I'll be talking about that uh, 
next week. So, so definitely watch for a new article from the Washington Times. Well, it's a, 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 not a good picture you're painting there, but I'm glad you're doing it. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing that story at the Washington Times. Carrie Pickett, thank you. Sure thing. Okay, that's Carrie Pickett, and we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Republican governors have escalated their practice of sending migrants to Democratic jurisdictions that serve as immigrant-friendly sanctuaries. In the latest protest of Biden administration border policies, Texas Governor Abbott sent two buses of migrants to the Washington, D.C. home of Vice President Harris, and Florida Governor DeSantis had two planes carry migrants to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. The White House denounced the governor's action as a cruel political stunt. But Governor Abbott said the administration continues ignoring and denying the historic crisis at our southern border. Greg Clugston, Washington. President Biden continues to earn low marks from American voters on his job performance. The president enjoys just 42 percent job approval from respondents to the Rasmussen Reports daily presidential tracking poll. 55 percent disapprove. This is SRN News. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. She's listening all the time and getting smarter every day. When you want the conservative perspective on today's most pressing issues, Alexa has the answer. You just have to point her in the right direction by saying, Alexa, enable the Answer Pittsburgh skill. Now say, Alexa, play the Answer Pittsburgh to get your favorite conservative talk station without lifting a finger. Look, Ma, no hands. So, Alexa, what's your favorite station? That's easy. AM 1250, the answer. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? It couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I can't wait to see how well it helps him with his allergies as the seasons change and he's in the yard more. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Whose rulebook do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Plenty of delays still out there on the Parkway West. Volume delays from 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel, about an extra 15 or so minutes. 
on the outbound Parkway East. Looks a little slow from Bates Street up to the Britain Road overpass. Outbound 28, minor delays from Route 8 up to Delafield Avenue. 837 blocked with construction through early next month between 7th Avenue and Glenwood Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. We'll see patchy clouds for tonight. Expect patchy late night fog as well with a low of 57. A blend of sun and clouds for tomorrow. We'll see patchy morning fog, but a beautiful afternoon and a beautiful start to the weekend. The high 82. Mostly clear tomorrow night, low 62. Partly sunny Sunday with patchy morning fog, then turning warm with a high of 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Now, I've told you here many times I'm a movie guy. I'm, I'm not much of a, as much of a movie guy as I used to be uh, because uh, when, well, first of all, this job, uh, working this, this shift and the time I spend uh, preparing and everything in the afternoon is when I used to go to movies. I'm not a go-to-movie-on-Friday-night kind of guy. My wife and I both like movies and uh, I had a great uh, schedule when I was working in TV. I was basically working the 4 to 12 or 3.30 to 12 shift, and uh, we would go to movies on a Wednesday afternoon, uh, you know, like at 1 o'clock or something. Nobody in the theater. That's when I used to like to go. Or then later on when I worked weekends and I had a couple of weekdays off, I'd go to a movie on a Tuesday at 1 o'clock. That's when I went to movies. Well, I can't do that now. And then COVID came, and uh, they stopped. Uh, you know, COVID came. You know what happened with movie theaters. So I just don't go to nearly as many movies. But I used to go to – I'm going to say I went to 75 a year because I know I, I went to at least one a week, and it was more than one a week. So so that's the kind of movie guy I was. And so the, there's a movie coming out. It's out today, and it'll be the big movie of the weekend. It's called The Woman King, and um, it's a movie, the kind of movie that I would have gone to see uh, back, uh, you know, not that long ago. Uh, but then uh, what, here's, here's what I used to do with movies. Um, I avoided reading reviews before I saw the movie because I, I didn't want to – it might be a movie that I'd be looking forward to and then I would read a review. And my, my favorite kind of movies are, are ones that, uh, that uh, involve true stories and history, uh, that kind of thing. And so I, I would try to – what I would do is I would go to the movie and I would – probably be you know be entertained and, and allow myself to just be entertained by the story uh and then after the movie pro- almost in the on the way home i would uh, in recent years i'd be in my on my phone checking out how true the movie was uh, how, how close to the truth the movie was and then i would judge it based on that so i allowed myself to see the movies but so the woman king is coming out now and ch- it's it stars viola davis it's out uh today and it's uh, one of the movies that, that, well, if I had read the review, there's no way I'd go see it because it's a, it's a, what's a really interesting story and makes for a really interesting movie, but it's not true and it's, uh, it's, a, it's phony. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you this, and I don't know if you're a movie person or not, if, you, if you're going to go to the movie, but you're, whether you are or not, you're going to be hearing a lot about this movie because it's supposed to be a wonderful story. First of all, it's a really strong woman. And it's about uh, it's it has uh, it, uh, these are black people in Africa who um, defeat slavery and fight against the slave masters and uh, overcome them and, and it's women warriors going up against men and beating them. So this is from this is from uh, I believe the Washington uh, from the Wall Street Journal by someone named Kyle Smith. Uh, and there's a quick synopsis. It says, set in 1823 in a real West African kingdom, Dahomey, D-A-H-O-M-E-Y, now located within Benin, the film stars Viola Davis as the commanding general who leads a battalion of women warriors called the Agoji in combat with their oppressors, the Oyo, that's O-Y-O. Miss Davis is one of those actresses who should probably, probably be given an automatic Oscar nomination Every time her name appears in a list of credits, I agree with that. She's a tremendous actress, but and that's whether she's playing a mousy mom in doubt. And he goes on to list some of the places, some of the movies she's been in. But she's a great, great actress. Um, so wearing a bushy mohawk, Ms. Davis, uh, she plays Nan- Naniska. 
that's the woman king and this warrior, fiercely leads her troops through exciting workouts and schools them in the group's credo, no husbands will be accepted, no children will be produced through the eyes of a new recruit, uh, Thuso Mibidu, providing an appealingly shy counterpoint to Ms. Davis's ferocity, who joins the Army because she is too headstrong to be married. We witnessed the intensive training that turned the Agoji into a brawny and pitiless infantry union, a unit, I should say. Now, here's what he says. Is the, I, I'm saying he. It's Kyle. I'm, uh, I don't know for sure if that's a he. Kyle, K-Y-L-E. Anyway, Kyle says, the central problem with the movie, call it the Me Too Black Panther, is that in reality, Dahomey notoriously built its wealth on capturing local people and selling them into slavery. So what was actually happening was black people uh, capturing other black people and selling them into slavery or making slaves of them uh, to be to work for them. So they were they had they had their own slaves. Characters in The Woman King blame enslavement in Dahomey on the economic meddling of white traders although it was well-established in West Africa before the Europeans got involved. The film then positions Nansika, based on a real person, although she lived in a later era, as a leader of an epic fight to destroy slavery. Under the approving eye of a wise king, also a real person, named Gezo, um, she suggests transforming the country's trade into one built on palm oil. All that is required to achieve this economic and moral revolution is one final decisive victory against the Oyo, who, after being, uh, uh, after being rejected in a demand for tribute, seek to defeat and enslave the Agoji. Beat the Oyo, and slavery will be beaten. So this is the story that the movie's going to tell. And here's the problem with this. This, this is kind of like the it, – it's kind of tied in with the, the 1619 Project, and people who um, are insisting – on um, declaring the United States of America an evil country because of slavery, and that everything is based on slavery, and much of the the um, much of that comes from people believing, or at least trying to convince people to believe that slavery was something that you know, was invented by white people in the United States, and it was all about. Uh, them enslaving black people and, and picking cotton and living on plantations in the South, and nothing could be further from the truth. Slavery was around a long, long time. And as it turns out, the British, who are being, who are being trashed right now uh, after the death of the Queen, uh, the people who are, are, are cheering her death, including the professor at Carnegie Mellon, because the British were evil. Uh, and they they are all responsible for slavery. Well, as it turns out, it doesn't. It's in in this story here. It's not told in the movie apparently, but it was the British who put the end to slavery in West Africa, where all this was going on. The British came in and put an end to it, and I think the the French also played a part in it. But uh, so here's what Kyle Smith said. He said historic historical inaccuracy never troubled Hollywood before. So why shouldn't the ladies help themselves to some of it? Uh, fair question, but there's a difference between stretching the truth and presenting the opposite of it. And even on its own terms, The Woman King is ponderous and mediocre. Uh, and he goes on to say who it's written by and everything. Even a couple of decades ago, a film like this might have pondered how women could p plausibly win a battle against physically larger and stronger men using their smarts, setting traps, for instance. The movies have a long and exciting history of showing us how underdogs can triumph via guile, cunning, and misdirection. But in 2022, and this is another thing that gets me, that's one of the reasons why I don't go to as many movies as I used to. But in 2022, women must be shown simply out-muscling men, no matter how unlikely it appears on screen. If you've gone to any movies, uh, uh, action movies, they don't have to be a Marvel movie either, just a, an action movie where they uh, are, feel obligated to make sure that women are involved in the, in the action, and they show 110-pound women beating the crap out of 240-pound uh, uh, black belts in karate or you know, these, just these uh, physically imposing men. And these women are just slapping them around and flipping them upside down and, and you know, just killing them. On, on, no, not not just killing them, but just dominating them. So that it's so unrealistic and stupid, but it, it's obvious it's supposed to it, it's supposed to be promoting that women are the same as men. 
So it says here, the victim of a horrible rape, Naniska is bent on revenge, and so we're treated to the site of Ms. Davis, that's Viola Davis, who's 57, a positively geriatric age for 1823 when this movie took place, or this, this story took place, overpowering a much taller, much younger, and much more physically fit man in single combat. To make matters worse, the soldiers communicate almost exclusively in sweeping declarations and motivational speeches. A, sl- a subplot bringing in a romance between a young a goji warrior and one of the Brazilian slave traders whose father is white and whose mother was from Dahomey barely registers, and the only real plot twist in the movie is a suddenly revealed coincidence that is simply dropped on the viewer with a shrug. That woman, that women can be powerful isn't news, and Ms. Prince Blythewood, she's the writer, is so focused on making her Amazons amazing that she forgets to make them interesting. So basically, uh, Kyle is saying that uh, the movie is not very good, and it's not real. And uh, I've read some other reviews of it, and it talks about how the, the fight scenes are very good, and the action is good, and the acting is great, again, by uh, Viola Davis. But, you know, there you have it. A 57-year-old woman is going in and fighting against other male warriors over there in Africa, and she's slapping them around and beating them up. And, you know, you buying that? You know, go ahead. But, again, the problem with this movie is it's it's already being uh, exalted, and uh, and we're, we're supposed to be told that this is a great story because it shows how the evil white slave traders came to Africa, and they were defeated by this woman king. Uh, and what actually happened was she was very much involved in slavery and slave trade, first of all, within Africa with her own people, enslaving other black people. And then she was also very much involved in making lots of, well, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if it was they were trading uh, slaves for things or whether it was money, but she was enriching herself, let's put it that way, by capturing black uh, men and women, making them slaves, and selling them to the the white people who would then put them on ships and take them across the ocean where about 80% of them would die on the way over there, and she knew that they would. So they're making a hero out of this, uh, a heroine, if that's the word you're supposed to use, uh, of this woman, and uh, it's all based on untruth. And it's kind of like the 1619 Project. And But it's it's along the same lines as that, and it's it's pushing the same... Um, kind of propaganda that the 1619 project is pushing, and you know the and the other thing that makes me mad when the, when movies do this is this is a this is a really good story, uh, and it would make a really good story if they just told the truth, tell the truth. You could still make it could be great action. You could you could you could um, portray this woman as heroic, uh, and and in the context of the time in which she lived, that she would have been a slave trader. It wouldn't have made her evil because it just would have been the culture she was born into. But they can't do that. They have, they're going to use this as a way to demonize the, the white um, men, who, who many of whom were demons and deserved to be demonized. But how about the truth? How about showing both? That would have been nice. But, you know, that doesn't happen. This is Hollywood. That's the woman king. So as I've said here before, it's op- it opened uh, today. Don't fail to miss it. I'll be right back. Are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. Actually, you don't even have to touch them. With Skechers slip-ins, they just step in and go. Plus, they're so easy, they could be the first shoes your kids can put on by themselves. And Skechers slip-ins are great for older kids, too.
too. They're quick, easy, and fun. The Secret is a unique comfort pillow in the heel that helps your child's foot slide securely into place and cradle it in comfort. Plus, they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable, so you can keep them looking newer longer. Get Skechers Slip-Ins, the where-have-you-been-all-my-life shoes for your kids or for mom and dad today. Find Skechers Slip-Ins at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Inflation is soaring. Prices are going up everywhere except Legacy Box. That's right. When our number people wanted us to raise prices, we said heck no. That's un-American. When times get tough, Legacy Box stands strong. Introducing the Legacy Box Inflation Busters Sale. Not $15 a tape, not $12, 9 Yes, just $9 a videotape. We're in a race to save your family's recorded past. From the risk of fires, natural disasters, and the decay of time. Don't let this summer's heat age your videotapes, film reels, and fade your photos. Legacy Box saves your memories by professionally converting all your analog formats to digital on thumb drive or the cloud. And it's all done here in the USA. Legacy Box is simple and safe with over a million satisfied customers. For a limited time, you can get started for just $9 a tape. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBox to get our $9 sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBox to get our $9 offer. LegacyBox.com slash LBox. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Are you longing to find your soulmate, but you're tired of online dating, singles ministries, blind dates, or even being set up on bad dates by well-meaning family and friends? If none of that's worked for you and you have no idea how to meet marriage-minded men or even truly Christian men who will seek you out for a lasting, committed relationship without the head games, then I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months Challenge. Look, there's nothing good or sacred or even noble about sitting in the waiting room. So in this challenge, I'm going to teach you why now is your time to find love. What are the lies that are holding you back? Why God wants you married? the biblical law of attraction, and the tools you need to become a bride. Don't wait any longer. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months Challenge today at lovestories.com and you can step into the love story that God has already written about you. That's lovestories.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I guess uh, they've already (laughs) begun to remove some of those uh, 50 illegal immigrants off of Martha's Vineyard. They didn't last long. They got in there last, I guess it was last night or yesterday, and they they uh, already are shipping them out somewhere. They're, I guess you could say they're being deported off of off of uh, Martha's Vineyard. I've been there, by the way. I went there for, uh, I drove up there uh, many years ago. I, I think I flew to Boston and went over there. But I, st- I spent the night there. It's, it's a nice place to walk around, but it's about 80% Democrats and uh, Barack Obama has his $12 million mansion there, and uh, he's got lots of land. You could pitch a lot of tents on that land and let the homeless live there. I'm surprised that Michelle Obama hasn't been out there inviting them. Uh, I saw a soundbite from her uh, today. I don't, know, I don't know when she said it, but she said, uh, you know, it's about time that the people who have lots of stuff are going to have to give it up, some of it up, so that other people can have stuff. And... Uh, Joe, you would think that with that when they heard that those immigrants landed in uh, Martha's Vineyard at Martha's Vineyard, that they would um, invite them into their house. Uh, I think the the mamas might be empty nesters right now. Their kids are away at college or whatever. They probably have. I, I've seen pictures of the house. I'm saying they got. They might have more than three or four bedrooms available there. 
that they could uh, let the homeless people use, but they haven't done it. Uh, so um, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, with with, uh, with uh, DeSantis. I think he should – I'd like to see him send an aircraft carrier in there with about 3,000 of them, <laughs> illegal immigrants. On. If, if, he could, if he could figure out a way to do that, that would be great. Um, but, you know, there are other people out there saying that this is mean, that DeSantis and, uh, uh, and that it's mean for him to send these people there. I don't know. Where would you rather go? Under a bridge in El Paso and live on the street with people pooping on the street and, and sleeping on a cardboard box? Or would you like to be in Martha's Vineyard? I don't know. I, I, a lot of rich people there. They're all liberals. They're all very, very concerned about your welfare. They're going to take care of you, um, put you up somewhere. Of course, as I said, they're they're um, <laughs> they're they're uh, they're already being shipped off the island. So, but here's the thing: somebody brought up I saw here today that there's you know you remember when 51 illegal immigrants were uh, killed, died when they were in a tractor trailer a month or so ago. They, they were coming into the country, it was 100 degrees, and they actually were cooked inside of a, the back of a truck. And as I think it was David Harsani of, uh, at The Federalist pointed out, that this story about the 50 migrants having to spend some time on Martha's Vineyard is getting much more attention than the 51 people who died in the back of a truck. Pretty good point, would you say? Um, and not to mention... Uh, you know that, as I mentioned, uh, there there like a thousand of them are dumped into the streets of El Paso. Uh, I don't know if it's every day, but if it's a thousand every day, but it's hundreds, and there there have been thousands and thousands who have just been they're allowed to just go into the streets of El Paso. Who knows where they end up? And that's okay. Uh, and it's just hilarious to see these liberals. Um, they're they they don't know what to do with themselves because. The mean governor of Florida um, saw to it that some uh, illegal immigrants landed on their doorstep. And here's the thing. Um, how did they get to Florida in the first place? And and what about Joe Biden for the last how, how long has it been going on that they're flying these people into airports in New York? They're flying into uh, Philadelphia. I think they've flown some into Pennsylvania. I don't know about Pittsburgh. They're flying them all over the place, uh, and they're just putting them on planes and dumping them in different cities. So that's been going on for a long time. They're accusing DeSantis of human trafficking because he sent 50 people to Martha's Vineyard. I hope they have a nice time. Talk to you Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by ServiceMaster of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Fan. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.